to the RTI Time Machine. Today's time traveler is John Van Trieste. And the destination 1987. Thirty years ago, Taiwan entered a major period of transition. In 1987, decades of martial law came to an end. The martial law era was one when rights were restricted and dissidents persecuted. And this year has brought on much reflection about this uncomfortable part of Taiwan's past. But many people have also started to look back on the music of the martial law era. During the period, the government kept close tabs on Taiwan's popular music, blacklisting a total of somewhere around 900 songs by the end of it. Justifications were offered. Lists of rules drawn up included bans on things like depressing lyrics, obscenity, and content deemed harmful to youth. But the reasoning for a given song's blacklisting was often vague, even arbitrary. So it was that some of Taiwan's most beloved songs faced censorship and even outright clampdowns. Today, we're going to hear some of these songs, now sung freely, but often reminders of a time when autocracy was a given. Most of the band songs we'll hear today have aged gracefully into the kind of oldies that even young people still know well. Taiwan had known band songs even before martial law. There had been band songs under Japanese colonial rule from 1895 to 1945 as well. But after 1945, when World War II ended and the Allies gave Taiwan to the Republic of China government, the number of band songs would just keep growing. This was a rocky time. Among other things, the new government was busy fighting the Chinese Civil War. And it was in 1947, amid this strife, that the first song bands came out. Officials complained that as other areas became war zones, the city dwellers of China's southeast coast continued to sing debauched songs. There was nothing much debauched about these songs at all. Many were just sentimental love songs. But in a time of national emergency, these were deemed inappropriate. And by one count, the first band covered 89 songs. By 1949, the Republic of China government had lost the war, and it retreated to Taiwan and a few offshore islands. In these areas still under its control, the government declared martial law. And it was in 1949 that the cheerful-sounding song we opened today's program with was released. Don't let the music fool you, though. Speakers of Taiwan's southern Hokkien language will hear a sad tale. It's about a man who's down on his luck and struggling to make a living by selling rice dumplings. This was an era of economic as well as political hardship, and the song struck a chord with Taiwan's public. But, some in power thought, this song was a damning commentary on the government. After all, the sort of hard times the song deals with should be impossible under a good government like their own. So, a new band song was born and the version most people know scraped by the censors a second time only after changes to the title and lyrics. <laughs> Sentimental themes like love and anything remotely risque continued to face bands. This 1954 song called Give Me a Kiss by Hong Kong-based singer Zhang Lu was banned for pushing the envelope this way. 
Other songs, meanwhile, were banned for associations with Chinese communists or indeed with Taiwan's own Japanese past. The song some say was banned for longer than any other ran into trouble for exactly this reason. It's called Mama, I'm Brave and Strong and was set to a Japanese-era tune. Another mom-centered song of Japanese origin made its Taiwan debut in 1958. The author of the song's lyrics, Wen Xia, had 99 blacklisted works to his name, according to one source, making him the king of banned songs. This song, called Mama Please Take Care, had a strongly homesick tone and was deemed damaging to soldiers' morale. Still other songs faced bans because of the paranoia of the time. In the 1940s, a song entitled Defend the Great Taiwan received official favor. That quickly changed when someone realized you could switch around the tones of the words and get a song about surrounding and attacking Taiwan instead. For officials of the time, every song had potential hidden meanings, and there was always a fear that people singing one thing on the surface actually meant something very different. The way these bands worked could vary. Often, a song that had passed the censors once would then be suppressed after the fact once it became a hit and some official or other thought up a reason to ban it. A song once banned could easily be unbanned later too, often with a few changes as we saw in the case of the Dumpling Song. There were also different degrees of bans, with some simply blocking broadcast or performance. Violating a ban though could be disastrous. Some were jailed simply for singing a bit of a forbidden tune. Others who sang banned songs like Yao Su Rong were luckier, but they still had to deal with life-changing consequences. With over 80 banned songs by one count, the singer Yao Su Rong was the second most banned artist of the time. She had a great reputation as a singer of tearful songs, the exact sorts of depressing, morale-busting songs the government was keen to suppress. During a concert, she once decided to break into this 1960s hit of hers called Ungrateful Person. Her government-issued license to perform was taken away, forcing her to leave Taiwan and continue her singing career abroad. The bands continued to pile up. This 1973 song, called The Desert of Passion, was deemed too suggestive to pass muster. Later, in 1979, amid a folky period in Taiwan's music history, this haunting classic called Olive Tree came out. It was later banned from the airwaves for eight years. Its romantic talk of wandering went against the spirit of the times, and officials fussed over lines they found problematic. 
Some sources say their official explanation for the ban was, quote, unclear ideology. By 1987, when martial law was lifted, the government blacklist had seen a huge range of classic songs like these pass through its pages. In a way, it became a sort of great Taiwanese songbook. Now though, after hundreds of songs had passed through its pages, the books listing banned works were to be a thing of the past. It's interesting to note that they didn't become a thing of the past right away. The last song to be banned was this one, a song that opens satirically with a line from the national anthem and goes on with politically charged lyrics that were too much for the censors. This ban actually happened in 1989, two years after the lifting of martial law. Still, this final song is definitely an outlier, and Taiwan was by this point firmly on the road to democracy and freedom of expression. Thirty years on from the end of martial law, many of the old band songs are still surprisingly popular. Today, you can hear them sung out in the open just about anywhere, on TV variety shows, in karaoke lounges, and at concerts. As we mark three decades since martial law's end, you can expect that those singers who remember the period will have a special gleam of subversion in their eyes as they celebrate freedom. I'm John Van Trieste, and I hope you'll join me again next week for another journey through time. <laughs>